to Monday, August 27th, the last Monday of the month. And then we roll into September and Labor Day. I am Margie Taylor, your host for Conroe Culture News, FM 104.5, 106.1, Lone Star Community Radio out of downtown Conroe. And it's going to be a fabulous day today. My guests include Ruben Junker and Velvet McWhorter from, and they're going to talk about a big event coming up, Home Buyers Whiskey and Wine. We're going to hear from Bill Prasad. He's the Director of Health Services at Woodland Springs Behavior Health. Also, Megan Hester, Village Green Alzheimer's Care Home. But we're going to start off with Marita Kilgore. She is the Director of Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Uh, first, we're going to tell you a few things that are going on around Conroe, and then we're going to hear about Seven Brides for Seven Brothers put on by the Players Theater Company at the Owen Theater. The show is sponsored by Roger Stein Chiropractic Center, and they are located uh, across from Conroe High School. They serve everything from prenatal babies to infants, youth. They can get your physicals there uh, to play sports, uh, youth sports, anything that's needed, on up to someone that's 100 years old. They help you live longer. Roger Stein Chiropractic Center. Can you believe that it's almost Labor Day? Oh, my goodness. So one year ago, if you can recall, was a horrible devastation time for all of us in this area, in the greater Houston area, with Harvey hitting. And uh, I remember the Labor Day show. We had people that were working uh, from a church, helping in River Plantation, clean it up. I had an insurance person. And then we had the Crisis Assistance Center talking about uh, how they're helping families. And Lo and behold, they just had their duck race, and they did fabulous, and so it comes full circle. So after helping the people, the community gave back and adopted ducks. So that just happened on Saturday, and they did really well. So what else is going on is uh, we're going to hear about the Player Theater Group and their th- three-week run that starts this Friday. So I'm going to not even talk about that right now. We'll let Marita tell you all about that. And uh, Conroe Coffee, which is right next door to the studio, will have their monthly Conroe Coffee Art Experience this Friday. And that will feature a young emerging artist that's 17 years old from Montgomery. And Jay is self-taught with his focus on drawing natural ob- objects through his experiences. So get an ice cream or a latte or whatever and go visit next door for free. Public is invited, families, whatever, from 6 to 9 p.m. Friday night. The... Conroe Noon Kiwanis Club, in partnership with the City of Conroe, will host Kidfish from 9 to noon and Kids Day from 11 to 2 at Carl Barton Jr. Park. That's coming up on September 8th, so you can start planning ahead. That's a free event. And uh, for kids, youth that are 16 and younger, they will give, they have limited poles and bait that they can help you fish. It's an educational piece where they can show kids how to fish, so it's a lot of fun. Also on September 8th, the same day, is the Taco Tequila Margarita Festival at Heritage Park. And that will begin at uh, noon and go till 10 p.m. So you can taste tacos from over 35 vendors, hear mariachis, live music, and that will all take place at Heritage Park. Kids 12 and under, military teachers, police, and all first responders are free. Downtown merchants have a limited supply of free tickets, so... More reason to shop downtown Conroe. Come, come in and see. So if you want to see what's going on, go to experiencedowntownconroe.com and see all the events that are happening in August and September. So without further ado, 
We will welcome Marita Kilgore to the radio station once again. Last time you were here was a couple of weeks ago, I think, with the Monty Awards. How'd that go? It went very well. It was a, a nicely attended show, and uh, I believe that there were, uh, I believe that everyone really enjoyed what they saw. This was the first year that we brought a lot more acts on stage, a lot more members to each act on stage when they were performing. In the past, it's usually been one to two people, and this year we brought larger performances. So it was nice to have more folks participate in the actual event itself. Yeah. That is fun. It's a great community event mm -hmm. that uh, awards all the volunteers that put on the performances between the two theaters. Mm -hmm. at the Stage Right of Texas at the Crichton Theater and the Players Theater Company at the Owen Theater. So now you're getting ready to start your new season. Yes. And what is the opening act? The opening show for the Players Theater Company at the Owen Theater is Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. That classic, you know, riveting, dancing, fall to roll. What do you like best about it? Um, what do I like best about, about it? About the show, yes. Um, about the production. I'm, I'm trying to think what I like best. The choreography is really amazing. You have 25 people up on stage that have to sing and dance, and uh, everyone remembers the movie from 1954, and that's really what you want to emulate without completely copying what they've got. And then, of course, you have to, to fit it to the experience and the ability of your dancers. So we, I think that my choreographer, Amy Barnes, has done a wonderful job of that. And uh, the, the kids really, I say kids, they're grown. I only have a couple of kids in this performance. They really ha seem to enjoy what they're doing, and uh, you can see it in their faces and see it in their dancing. The girls are loving it, loving it. So I read, I think, in the Courier article that uh, you kind of pushed to get this production going. I did. I had submitted it for several years, and I was always told that we really just weren't going to be able to cast it. And I just kept saying, you know, if we can cast West Side Story, we can cast Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. And if you do it, if you cast it, you know, if you, it, will happen. it will happen. And let me direct it. Oh, please. Oh, please. <laughs> so you're having a lot of fun with it. I am. Uh, after we open, I'll have more fun because then I'll be able to sleep and breathe. <laughs> so you had um, something going on last night, yes, right? Yes, we did. We had our Q to Q, which is a it's the longest rehearsal of any show, and you take you take every technical cue that there is, lights, sound, um, just moving set pieces, and it takes a very long time to get it coordinated. So it was a, a very long, exhausting day, and. When that's over with, you can rejoice because now you can, uh, you can just run your show. You know that you have it. That you know everything that, is complete. Right. You know that you have worked. You hope that you have worked out all of the kinks. Yes. And now everyone knows what they're supposed to do to move which piece where, so that the next scene looks great and fantastic. And you have a big town, or you have a, a, a city, or you have the barn raising, or you have you know the Pontypi house, which is really impressive. I do like what's happened on our set for the Pontypi House. It's much larger than I expected last night when the curtains opened. It's like, wow, that, I do love it. <laughs> so give me a little synopsis of the story. The story is uh, about Adam Pontypi, who has six brothers up in the uh, Oregon mountains, and we've decided that the town is Echo, Oregon, and he goes into town to purchase him, essentially purchase himself a wife, and he finds Millie Braden, and they kind of fall in love immediately and he takes her she expects that she's just going to finally 
have one man that she has to take care of instead of feeding everybody at the restaurant and he does not inform her otherwise until she arrives at the house and six scroungy brothers appear and uh, she finds that her duty is to generally take care of the house and make sure that she feeds all this clan and the story then involves where she she really has an affection for these brothers and teaches them how they might woo and win a girl in town and uh, so you've got dance scenes a lot of dance scenes and uh, the choreography for that along with those brothers working on their wooing skills which are <laughs> are <laughs> wooing skills their wooing skills and I, I watch them it's like oh boy you have to act like this is what you're really doing you know boys what would you really do to win these girls and uh it, it is fun to watch that and, and the girls responding to their wooing abilities. So it's a lot of fun. It is. It's a lot of good fun. Mm -hmm. uh, it makes people laugh. There's a little adventure, and uh, it's very entertaining. Mm -hmm. It is. I've enjoyed it. I, like I said, I'll really enjoy after we open on Friday. I'm sure. <laughs> Friday, the show opens the, the, what is it, the 16th. 16th that, It ends this, yeah, the, it ends the 16th. We open August the 31st, mm -hmm. and we have uh, Friday, weeks. Saturday, and Sunday, three weekends. And then the last weekend, we have a Thursday performance. I saw that. You added an extra one. Mm -hmm. So what season is this for the Players Theater? This is actually our 51st season. Really? 51st? Wow. That's right. You celebrated 50 years last year. We did. It's fabulous. Actually, I think. I'm wondering if we're going into our 52nd. It gets blurry when you, you know, just Let's like just your, go with your personal 50. age. That's right. Let's just do over 50. <laughs> over I don't remember 50, how old I am. Under 60. <laughs> okay, we can go with that. All right. So how are ticket sales going? Do you have any idea? Uh, yes, they've been, let me see, a week ago, we only had 32 tickets left for our Friday, this, the next, our second Friday performance. So they've been selling very, very well. And that was before our, the career and, and your article came out. So we are expecting uh, sellouts for quite a few of these shows. Yep. And there's not a bad seat in the house. There isn't. Okay. <laughs> there isn't. Because the isn't. way that it is, uh, the way it's situated, you can see from any seat. You can, yes, you can see all the important parts of every show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they can go to the theater.com yes. to get tickets, mm -hmm. and they can see what's left. They can... There's like a little uh, map thing that shows you where the seats are. There is a, an available seating list, yes. Yes, that would be the correct term. <laughs> Instead of a map thing, I suppose. <laughs> uh, anyway, so it starts Friday at 8, Saturday at 8, and 2 p.m. matinee Sunday. On Sunday. Correct? Mm -hmm. And then um, the next two weeks with an additional Thursday right. for the last weekend. Right. You need to book okay. your tickets now because uh, the Sunday matinee performances. Used to, no one would really go to those, and now those are the big ticket items. Uh, you, you're for sure going to sell at your Sunday shows. So if you want to go Sunday, you better get them Get now. it going. So <laughs> seven brides, seven? Seven. Seven brides for seven brothers. All right, the number seven. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Thank you, Marita. Everybody go to theowentheater.com to get your tickets and see what else is coming down the pipeline. Yep. Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, 
whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. We have the safest food supply in the world. Strict laws and regulations restrict the usage of hormones, antibiotics, and pesticides within our food supply. Production agriculture practices and technologies such as the use of GMOs, which is not any more or less risky than conventional crop production, has allowed American farmers to produce more food on less acres in environmentally sound ways. Find out more online at pathtoplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make lives better. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. Don't miss Lone Star Community Radio on TV and YouTube. Our talk show and music shows are featured on Our City TV, Suddenlink Channel 12, and have their own YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to keep up with posted shows and comment on them below the video. And we are back. I'm Margie Teller, your host for Conroe Culture News at Lone Star Community Radio on this Monday, August 27th, uh, FM 104.5, 106.1, downtown Conroe. So my second guests today have something really fun they want to talk about, and they are both realtors, and they're with uh, Realty Texas. So I have Ruben Jonker and Velvet Werder. McWhorter. Okay, sorry. <laughs> and uh, so they have an event coming up at uh, Grand Central Park, but first... Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you guys do. Well, we're real estate agents with Realty Texas. Velvet, talk into the microphone. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's the closest um, brokerage to Grand Central Park. Okay. And we love going over there and visiting that community. Love what it has to offer. Um, so, so we're a small um, brokerage. Um, we say small but powerful. Yeah, but we've experienced and experts in our field. Uh, and we're excited to host this event starting 6th September. September 6th, yeah. yes. Although I think we've a established Thursday. that it's, we maybe should have said whiskey or wine. I know, whiskey, whiskey and wine. wine. So the event <laughs> but you can called, have both. A date, little whiskey and wine, and that could be or a water. dangerous mix. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, so it's complimentary, or is this... Tell me how this works. Tell everybody about the event. Okay, so tickets are on Eventbrite, on Facebook, on my website as well. Um, there are free tickets. we trying to get as much home buyers um, in the, the area to just give them information and knowledge about Conroe and Grand Central Park and the benefits of using a realtor because a lot of people have uh, 
a misperception when it comes to using a realtor. What are some of those misconceptions? Um, they can negotiate. They can't negotiate the price better than themselves. Um, for for example, is they think they're going to get a better deal if they do not use a realtor. Um, they going to sell their home for a higher value if they do not use a realtor. And specifically with new home construction, I think people believe they can walk into a builder's office and think that they can lower the price by the commission of the agent. And it, it doesn't work that way. So that's just one. Of it's the, education. It it's is all education. about the education and knowing that it's kind of like uh, anything else that you hire somebody for. Do you Absolutely. go into a court without an attorney? somebody who doesn't who can help you to the best of their ability or do you just ha like sell it's i mean it's the same concept yes, right you yes, want a absolutely. professional representing you yes. so but that you can we, get the best thing going for you yeah and we also want to um promote grand central park and conroe um i mean both are great i don't think a lot of people realize um what a beautiful little town conroe is so it's fabulous it is so we, <laughs> which is where you come in right? we, we want to promote that as well and then grand central park which was the old boy scouts camp if i have the correct camp straight um, uh -huh. yes and um so i think it's going to be a great event very educational um there will be some prizes to win for the people that coming seating are limited um so yeah this, but it's featuring that, that our it. very own margie taylor Oh, Come dear. talk about Conroe. <laughs> yes, Margie <laughs> will be there. Just a short little <laughs> spiel about Conroe. I mean, I love Conroe. There's so many things going on. And actually, ironically, which I didn't think about at the time, that's also the last uh, free first Thursday concert that's going to have the Fab Five out there doing Beatles music and all that at Heritage Park. Same time. Same, well, no, they actually come on about 8, 8 o'clock, I think, at Heritage Park. So you oh, go to your event and go and over then, there. But they have another band before that, Johnny and the Spensations. It's going to be playing kind of 60s, 70s, 80s music. So that's all free. But there's always things. Like we just heard uh, from Marita Kilgore, who's the director at the uh, new performance that's coming forward, Seven, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. And there's also uh, the Crichton Theater has things. They just had a performance here. Um with the sounds of texas they have the catfish festival there's always things going on Savannah in Sipping society yes yes that's what's coming forward at the Crichton theater very good uh, someone's <laughs> paying attention there's live music in three venues almost every day of the week in downtown conroe but of course you have the lake hello yeah. lake conroe well and so, grand central park will be bringing its own restaurants and bars oh, okay and entertainment. yeah i heard uh, shannon speak last week at our conroe rotary about all the new developments and things that are going on. So, yeah, this is a with Johnson Development, and I personally live in a home that's part of Johnson Development yes. over in Wood Forest. So they'll be having um, all kinds of different uh, builders and houses out there. Do you know what some of the builders are? Yes, and, and by the way, they've been great to work with. Johnson Development um, has, I mean, they're just great people, very conscientious, conscientious of doing good work. The builders there, whether um, Perry Holmes is there, Don Frick and Susan Robinson, great people. David Weekly, Greg over there, um, does a lot for agents. And we've got who else? Lenar, Coventry, Coventry, Darling. Do they have Darling? I love the Darling homes. Yeah. Oh, and the townhomes that they're putting in there are nice. Oh yes. And then you also have the two other custom builders, which are um, Trees yeah. and Jaeger. Jaeger. Um, 
Perry and David Weekly are production builders. Very nice product. Um, starting at the low 300s. Who is it? Uh, David Weekly oh, and Perry. Yes. And yes. then the townhouse from um, Village Builders started about the low 200s. So the nice thing about this is you have the whole marketplace that's over there now. You have the Kroger's, Ross. Michael's, um, Home Goods, um, Mod Pizza just opened up there. There's a Chase Bank coming. Um, there's a whole business center um, also opening there. The, the Hand and Stone Massage is yes, open. They have and an incredible nice. pizza isn't yeah. that far. It's right down right. the street. Just saying. <laughs> well, and I want to say those... Um, Ruben and I were over meeting all those businesses last week, and they are so excited about Grand Central Park and excited to have the community and to be a are. part of it. And there's a real community feel there already, even though it's... it's well, that's open. Conroe anyway. Yes. Yeah. Conroe has that community feel. And this is great because it's um, five minutes and then you're on the I-45. Uh, it's all the... Everything is in convenience right at that location. Very accessible to yes. everything you need. And yet they preserved a lot of the nature. A lot so of trees. A, yes. There's this ability to walk outside and go on a hike or go fish in the pond and breathe a little bit. So it's really got a nice um, mixture of all the luxuries of being in Houston. Close to right. five, being outdoors. And a lot of people want that. They, there is a mobility issue out here. So they have easy access to get on the highway, on 45, going north-south, and um, anywhere they need to go. I know that uh, Exxon was looking towards that when they had a plant out in Fort Worth that uh, was relocating people to the Conroe Woodlands area. And uh, so people were asking about what is the easiest access place. I said, well, there's Grand Central Park because it's right there. Yeah, and I, I see a lot of people uh, actually use golf carts from their home to Kroger and the oh, really? Miscellaneous Can, are, is stores. that allowable? Can you do that on the highway? Well, they're not, I don't know. They're not on the know. highway. That, that's what makes Oh, that's right. Nice. They just they, go the back street. Yeah, they just there go is the a nice street. quality of life that comes yeah, from that being able nice. to bike to the, a coffee shop. You know, whoever oh, has a Starbucks into it or walk um, with your neighbors on the trails. And um, so, yes, I, I understand that. I mean, we had a golf cart for a while, and, but now we ride our bikes to wherever we need well, to they, go. They have but some um, places you can walk. They're planning yeah. to be the biggest community with regards to trails and bike trails and um, walking your dog. Preserving um, all the natural yes. environment. They, they've got a big lake. I think it's 81 acres of yeah. lake. Um, that's oh. only accessible to the residents in Grand Central Park. Um, so if you're not living in that community, you're losing out on everything. It's exclusive to from. them. Yeah. So let's go over the date again. It's September 6th. Yes. Probably. And uh, it starts at 6. 6 to 9 is the event, but perhaps they want us to get out early to experience the concert. Uh, that's permissible. <laughs> well, yeah. So it looks or you like might be having so much fun. <laughs> you want to stay. You want to stay and find out. So are you going to be giving tours of some of the uh, builders' homes the as builders well as the models? Yes. We'll stay. Okay. Good. Yeah. Some so, of the builders will have their homes open after the event. So the event basically starts at 6, if everyone can just get there a bit earlier to enjoy the whiskey and the wine, or wine. And, uh, <laughs> or, not and. Yes. Right. <laughs> and water. Uh, I, th I feel we would be remiss if we didn't mention Mortgage Solutions because they're also um, a huge sponsor yeah, in this they event. Yeah, they're a big sponsor for us. They are the um, closest mortgage company to Grand Central Park, which okay. is why we approached Good. them first. And Scott Sears is excellent on 
educating buyers and really uh, wanting people to feel comfortable in the mortgage that they're getting into. So I want to say thank you. That's important. Yes. So you have a Facebook event for this. And if you put that in the little box on Facebook that just put home buyers whiskey and wine, it should come up right away if people yes. wanted to find out more information. Of course, we will have this on the Facebook page, too, and uh, on the YouTube. And your office is across the street on 336? Yes, right at Sergeant Ed Holcomb Boulevard. Yes, Sergeant Ed Holcomb, yes. yes. Okay, next to the Farmer's Insurance. Yes, yeah, that's great. in the same building. Courtney. With Courtney, yes. <laughs> okay. You'll find us there. Yes. And the Falaco's green food truck. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Just I know more than I, than yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, that's a wrap on this here with Velvet and Ruben. And that is September 6th at Grand Central Park. You should go just to find out about it. Why not? Be informed. Why not Conroe? Why not? Okay. We'll be right back. Thank you, Margie. like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, Zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity-verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogersteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. Hello. And we are back with our third guest today, or fourth, I guess you could say. <laughs> so today we have uh, Bill Prasad, and he is the Director of Outpatient Services at Woodland Springs Behavior Health. And they are the newest mental health facility located uh, kind of off of 1488 on Old Conroe Road. Um, kind of somewhat close to 45, but that's actually Conroe, right? 
Right, we are the new kids on the block. That's the new kids. I went to your ribbon cutting, as a matter of fact. I was there. Thank you for coming. It was a wonderful event, too. So you offer um, assistance for mental health and addiction treatment center, correct? That is correct. And it, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful place there. You have 96 beds, and we really need more mental health facilities. We so certainly do. We, I, I'm excited about that. We need access to more mental health facilities. At times, that's a barrier between people getting healthy is the inaccessibility to affordable mental health care. And so you take insurance and independent? Yes, we Both. do take insurance and we take Medicare. Okay. So tell me, this has been a year now since Harvey. So are you guys still seeing people depressed or any things that have happened since Harvey to people in their mental health or addictions possibly? We're in that window post-Harvey, about 8 to 18 months, where many of the mental health disorders, the anxiety, start to surface. And we're certainly in that window where people who have developed some symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm sure, Margie, you probably have had the same feeling at times where it starts to rain and you start to get that memory of uh, that day, those weeks, uh, post-Harvey and the flooding. Yeah, it was bad. Yes, certainly it jacks up the anxiety among a large number of people. And if they had any kind of trauma before that, possibly domestic violence or sexual assault or maybe being a crime victim, if you add that to Harvey and then the anniversary, sometimes the anniversary can trigger people. You're absolutely right. So uh, tell me... Tell me how it's going over there. What, what does someone expect? How do they get involved in um, if they have a loved one that needs to come visit your facility? It's going well. We employ 150 people. That's doctors, nurses, personal care assistants, Quite a bit. management. Yes. So we've become a large employer in the area. So we're, mm-hmm. we're so happy to put a footprint down in the Woodlands and Conroe area. So if someone believes they need some help or perhaps you have a loved one who needs some help, the idea is to call Woodland Springs Hospital and schedule an assessment. Now, we'll do a full psychiatric makeup. We'll have a doctor weigh in as to what level of care might be necessary. When you think of a psychiatric hospital, sometimes we think solely of the inpatient side. There's an outpatient side, And that's your responsibility, right? Exactly. So when you come in for an assessment, perhaps you're eligible for inpatient work, or at times we decide that you should go into outpatient to get the best care. So does it depend on um, the issues and how extreme it is? Or if, tell tell me how you decide if somebody is inpatient or outpatient. In many cases, it comes down to, Are you showing suicidal ideation? Are you in an unsafe place? Have you attempted suicide? Are you currently talking about completing suicide? In the the majority of those circumstances, you'll probably go into inpatient because we want a structured structure around you. We want you to be in the safest place possible. Mm -hmm. Once you are past that, maybe you just have fleeting suicidal ideation, but there's no plan or means, Mm -hmm. then you're deemed eligible to what we call step down which would be going from inpatient to outpatient. Think of it in terms Mm -hmm. of having knee surgery. If inpatient was knee surgery, you'd have the knee surgery. There'd be the expectation that after knee surgery, you'd go home, but you'd come back for physical therapy several days a week. Well, that physical therapy, you could say, is the outpatient part of psychiatric health. Okay. So you're excited to be there in that facility. Where were you before this facility was built? 
I worked in private practice for about a year, and I currently see a couple of patients in mm -hmm. private practice in Bel Air. I work at a family medical practice called Contemporary Medicine Associates. Prior to that, I've worked as a director at several psychiatric hospital hospitals where I was either director of inpatient or director of assessment. You've also done some radio gigs, right? Yes, I have a, <laughs> a voice for radio and a face for newspaper work. Okay. Yeah, I've worked as a radio reporter in the past, so I've always enjoyed radio. So I'm so thankful that you gave us this opportunity. I just thought I'd throw that in, too. <laughs> so what's down the road for you? What's going on? Do you have any planned events or anything? Yes, coming up in September, on September 7th at 1130, our medical director, Dr. Marshall Lucas, will be doing what we call Lunch and Learn, and he'll be taking a look at two interventions that are used to treat a variety of, of psychiatric difficulties. One is called ECT, which is electroconvulsive therapy. The other one is called TMS. They're, they're very different, um, but... We will be offering one at the hospital, ECT, will be offering that in September to help treat depression and other psychiatric disorders. ECT is generally used when other types of interventions, whether it's uh, psychotherapy or whether it's medication, have not worked. And we're trying to defeat that old stereotype that would perhaps be linked to one flew over the cuckoo's nest as to what ECT is. It isn't that. You won't have Nurse Ratchet there. Oh, that's a good thing. Yes. You so will. Who, who should attend this? Um, it would be, it could be attended by uh, medical health providers or perhaps some people who are interested in the community who want to get a better understanding of all the services that we offer. And it, it's a wide range of services that the hospital offers, not only to adults, but coming up, we are going to offer in October inpatient psychiatric care to adolescents, which I think is really needed in this community. It really is. I, I know some of the facilities that are out here don't really have that many beds available, if they have any, for younger youth. Right. We will start with 16 beds. We'll expand from there. So it's something, another value that we bring to the community. Well, that's good. It is a beautiful facility. We yes. Walk through there. The, the company is called Springstone. They've, they've opened a number of hospitals throughout the United States. And one of the things they've tried to do is to create an atmosphere that is warm, that isn't sterile and doesn't have those white walls with the lights bouncing off of them where it feels like a patient is being interrogated. There are, there's a lot of attention paid to the decor and using warmer colors. And also, the people there, we look for people who are warm. The right who, people. Exactly, <laughs> the right people. Because the patients that we are treating are in crisis. And they have to be handled carefully. So we believe we have the right people in the right seats on the right bus. That's nice. So is it affiliated with any of these other psychiatric hospitals, like the one in Kingwood or um, so there's some in Houston, West Houston? Is it affiliated with any of them? We're not affiliated with them. We have relationships in right, that right. they may send us patients. Referrals. We may send them patients. Mm -hmm. And in reference to addiction services, we will be opening outpatient addiction services toward the end of the year. So we'll be offering day treatment and also treatment in the evening to try to take a bite out of the terrible number of opiate uh, fatal overdoses that are occurring in this country. That's one of the things we'll be going after. And it's very clear based on these statistics that as a country, we are losing that war. We are losing the war on two fronts, the war against 
fatal opiate overdoses and the war against suicide. We need to do Suicide's more. Suicide's a big problem out here in Montgomery County, especially with the youth. Are you seeing any particular drug that's more of a problem out here? We are seeing um, meth use, methamphetamine, mm-hmm. marijuana use, and opiate use. And at times when it comes to youth, some, some parents are taking what we call a reduced harm type of, of, of posture, meaning they're thinking that, well, at least they're not using heroin or opiates. You know, it's okay to use marijuana. And it is not okay for a young person to be using marijuana because of the effect it has on an adolescent's brain. It is never a good idea for for a teen to be smoking pot. You know, that would be a really great thing to have an educational component on to let parents know how to deal with these different things, some kind of a workshop, too, just as an idea, because there really isn't anything. That's a great idea, and certainly offering something that to the community is something we would want to do. And also, the question is, would we be able to do some presentations at the local schools to talk about That's all of the different idea. ways yeah, that, right, that, that teenagers use drugs or alcohol. If you take a look at the different ways, I did some research recently that talked about how some kids are doing what they call eyeball shots, where you fill a shot glass with vodka and then you just put it to your eye and you look for the eye to absorb the alcohol and it's a quicker route to the brain. Wow. Which is harmful in so many ways. Wow. I have not heard that one. That sounds really dangerous. <laughs> it is. It, it certainly can be. Oh Alcohol straight to the brain, and that doesn't even count the kind of damage you can do to your eye. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these different antics that they come up with between the choking games or, um, what was it, the Tide Pods for a while? They were taking right. those. I don't know if that's still a fad or not, but why would you do that? That's just, I don't understand. (laughs) Kids at times experiment and take risks, but when they start to get into situations where it's dangerous, then you have to ask yourself a question. Why are they acting out this way? And in some situations, right. In some situations, they're smoking marijuana because they're trying to push down any uncomfortable feelings that might be associated with maybe anxiety, depression, or bipolar disease. And one of the best questions we can ask a a youth is, why are you smoking the marijuana? What are you hoping to get from it? Mm -hmm. And maybe that paves the way to understanding what type of treatment the adolescent would need. What are you disappearing from? Exactly. What are you trying to get away from? What are you trying to escape from? That you're fearful of. Oh, scary stuff. It is. And some of the things that we're seeing among adolescents are increases in the rates of anxiety and depression. And part of that is linked to use of social media. Oh, yeah. Yes. And that, I believe that. The phone, in many cases, is a comfort to parents because they can reach out to their kids, especially during times when parents have to worry about school shootings. They may want to connect to a child, an adolescent. But at times, one teenager described it to me as having her phone in her backpack was like carrying around the entire high school population on her back. It's like you are on all the time. And when you and I went to school, if we did something embarrassing, maybe our friends saw it or maybe our classmates saw it. But today, if someone shoots it on video, the whole world is open to your embarrassment. Right. And and the feelings that that brings and the bullying and just so many other things. And I 
I truly think that the whole social media, I agree with you, that it's related to um, shootings, suicides, all of that, because it's just too much for anybody to handle, especially when you're already going through so much peer pressure as a youth, junior high, high school, all of that jazz. Right. And or I'm, even as you get older, yes. you know, and your 20s and 30s, you know, when you're trying to um, do jobs mm-hmm. or go to college or any of those things, it, the pressure from the social media isn't good. <laughs> no, it's not. And I'm sure we will see a lot of those difficulties when we open the doors to adolescent treatment. Yeah, sure. And we will work closely with the parents also, because sometimes in many situations, parents need help. Parenting is probably the most difficult job in the world. And sometimes the parents need the help of a psychotherapist. I understand that. Uh, so this, this is Bill Prasad, and he is with uh, Woodland Springs Behavior Health. They do have a workshop on September 7th that uh, Carol Gooch also said that you can contact her if you know Carol Gooch, and she can tell you more about it because I understand she will be going and bringing some other people with her. And uh, so you're going to be opening. You, the facility is open. You've opened since June, I believe. Correct. June. Yes. And right there at Old Conroe Road in 1488. Uh, so if you know of someone that has some different issues going on, and elderly too, don't you don't you have treat some elderly with yes. different things going on? Yes, we on? do. And uh, if you are a psychotherapist in the community and you believe a patient needs some additional help, it may not be inpatient, but sending that person in our direction to be assessed, perhaps to go into outpatient, put more structure around them and to have them Um, more closely monitored. If there's new medication, here's an opportunity to use us in that capacity. Well, very good. Um, I look forward to seeing you again, and I appreciate you coming on the show. And uh, when you get ready to open up the youth facility, let's come back on and talk about that. Thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to take another quick break, and we will wrap it up with our last guest from Village Green Alzheimer's Care. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, check out the Ticket Stub Podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. What is homelessness? Have you seen parents struggle to find a job without having transportation or childcare? What about the children sleeping in cars with nothing to eat? Families shouldn't have to struggle to survive and children should not be homeless. Family Promise of Montgomery County serves the needs of homeless families and their children. Learn about ways you can help and learn about partnership opportunities at www.familypromiseofmc.org or call our day center at 936 441-8778. Since 2004, Roger Stein Chiropractic has offered spine and joint manipulation services to residents of Montgomery County and surrounding areas. Conditions treated include lower back pain, migraines, headaches, whiplash, carpal tunnel, neck pain, sciatica, joint pain, sports injuries, herniated discs, and complications from pregnancy. Roger Stein Chiropractic, 
led by Dr. Stacy Rogers and Dr. Brian McGee, is an integrity verified chiropractic clinic. Call 936-441-9990 for an appointment or visit rogerssteinchiropractic.com. That's R-O-D-G-E-R-S-S-T-E-I-N, chiropractic.com. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out ourlonestar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your questions. Get seen on TV, YouTube, and heard on our podcast, FM, and Internet Radio. Support your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. And we are back for the last segment of the day on August 27th, Monday, this uh, afternoon in downtown Conroe, Lone Star Community Radio, FM 104.5, 106.1. And I am your host, Margie Taylor. And our sponsor, of course, is Roger Stein Chiropractic. Go there for all your health needs to stay to live a long, healthy life. So our, our final guest today is uh, Megan Hester, and she is with Village Green, Village Green Alzheimer's Care. Megan is the Community Relations Director. So tell us about Village Green Alzheimer's Care, Megan. Sure. Thank you so much for having us today. Um, Village Green is a magnificent suite, 16-suite home uh, that was founded in 2013. Um, we specialize in all forms of dementia. So, I mean, I've been with the company since 2013, worked my way up. I'm a care partner all the way to management and to sales. Um, so Village Green is a wonderful place. It's love base. Um, and I, I love being there. Well, fabulous. So I, I checked over your website a little bit. Sure. And it's not, it, the website's great and it's easy to navigate. It looks friendly. It looks like you have activities and different things like that. What yes, is the yeah. youngest age of the person relatively that uh, stays in your facility? Um, well, it really just depends. Um, one of our youngest residents are in their 60s, 67, uh, and ranges all the way up to 99. 99. Yep. So is this something where they live by themselves or does somebody come in and um, help them with different things? Tell me about it a little bit. Well, is what it independent we do, or what? Well, we're a memory care, um, mm -hmm. assisted living and memory care. And so what we do is people that um, suffer from dementia, we help them as far as daily activities, meals, medication, housekeeping. Uh, someone is there with them 24-7 to take care of their every needs. Uh, their families are welcome to come all hours of the day. Um, so we're here to assist them in anything that they need um, from suffering with dementia. So are they situated in their own room by themselves? Oh, yes, mm -hmm. Okay. We have 16 private suites. So each. What's in a suite? Uh, they have their own restroom, uh, their own custom closets. They have their own thermostats. Um, so each resident has their own private independent uh, room. But they eat in a facility with everybody else. Yes, ma'am. Like a cafeteria mm -hmm. or whatever. Well, we dining have a hall. dining room, uh, a common living room. Um, we have a, be a beauty shop there, uh, a medication room. So actually, it's a, a million-dollar home with 16 private suites. Um, and so that's, that's what we do at Village Green. We're not a facility. Uh, we don't use that word. We're not um, a hospital. We're not. We're a home. You come there. You sit on the couch. You talk with your loved one. Uh, and we love them. That's all that we do. Take care of them and love them. 
And then if they have any medical needs, there's somebody there that's always on staff that can yes, take care we're of that a, 24-7? Um, yes, ma'am. We're a license B community, so that means we're non-medical. So we bring in our own house doctor. Um, we have our own nurse, our own podiatrist. Um, we have mobile dentist, mobile x-ray. So oh, really? anything, wow. anything that they need medical-wise, we bring in. Home health hospice is allowed. So they have no building. reason to leave? None. Nope. Now, if their family wants to take them out to lunch or something like that, then they're allowed to do that. But as far as medical, anything that they need, we have it under one roof. So do you offer everything there, entertainment, activities, anything they could want to do? Yes, ma'am. We're an all-inclusive rate. We do not do levels of care pertaining on what they need assistance with on a daily basis. We're one flat rate for all of our services. Well, it sounds kind of cool. It is. <laughs> Some of our home health nurses and hospice nurses, they come in and just sit on the couch and do their paperwork and, you know, mingle with everyone. It, it really is just coming in, you know, to a house and being yourself. And the atmosphere is um, not a lot of noise. You don't you don't smell a lot of smells like at some nursing homes and that type that of stuff. That aren't taken care of yep, very well. That's right. So do you have a connection with some of the people that live there? Oh, yes, ma'am. And even after our residents pass away, our family members still stop by. We don't just connect with our residents. We connect with our family members. Uh, and they stay connected with us on our Facebook pages. They come to our family nights that we have quarterly. Um, so even though after their loved one passes away, we're still connected with them um, for forever. How long do they usually stay there? Uh, it really just depends on what they're there for. Um, but typically someone that's diagnosed with dementia um, lives anywhere between 8 um, and 20 years. We had two of our residents that were with us for four and a half uh, and three years that just passed away. So anywhere between two and four years. And the, the youngest you said was around 67, I yes, think you said? Mm -hmm. So when, when does dementia start onsetting? Well, it really just depends. There's a lot of reasons of why dementia, you can have alcohol-induced dementia. A lot of high-profile people that, you know, we've had senators in our building. Uh, we had the lady that owned the Conroe Courier in our building. So it's very high-stressful situations that bring on dementia. And so it really just depends. Some of them start with slight memory loss, uh, forgetting to turn the stove off. You know, it really just depends. Um, so we recommend, you know, you go see a neurologist um, to get the diagnosis and see what form of dementia that you have because there's 72 different types. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. I'm amazed. I yeah. did not know that. <laughs> yes, ma'am. It's a lot. So we're always continuing education. Uh, we, we're, we do a lot of uh, virtual dementia tours at our communities uh, to spread awareness of what dementia really is um, so people get an understanding of what it is because it's very hard for a family member to see someone uh, that they've known their whole life and then now is affected by this. So we try to educate and spread awareness as much as we can. So when is your next educational piece? For our shot? Cypress location, because we have multiple locations now. Conroe was established in 2013. Um, and so now we have Cypress. We have Champions. We have Tomball and Kingwood coming up. Uh, so we have one at our Cypress location in September. So it really just depends. We have a hospice company that comes in and does it for us. Uh, and it's kind of like a st three-stage uh, series to where they put certain things on you. You have certain tasks that you have to create in, in you know, a certain amount of time. Um, and then it's a debriefing uh, to fully get the effect of daily activity with someone that, you know, is diagnosed. Oh, so it's a physical, mm -hmm. and you can actually be part of it. That's right. And our families come because it's hard, you know, like I said. So gives them a better idea of what their loved one goes through on a daily basis. Hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. 
so which which facility do you work with? I actually am the community I know relations you don't like director. To say facility. I know. So I'll say residential <laughs> venue. Do you work at? Yes. Uh, well, all of them actually. I'm okay. the community relations director. So, so yes, ma'am. I do a lot of uh, out, outside research. Uh, as far as that, um, I do all the tours. Um, I train all of our managers as far as, you know, um, as far as our tours, as far as marketing, answering the phone. You know, it's a list of number of things. I've been there for a long time, so I can kind of do a little bit of like everything. <laughs> so how did you get involved? I know you're an MCABW. So do you live out in this area then in yes, Montgomery County? I do. I live in Conroe, 105 East. Mm-hmm. So the closest one to you then would be which one? Kingwood um, or, well, the Kingwood's not there, you said, right? Not yet, but actually. Tomball? Well, Tomball, um, but Conroe, the 336 North is the closest okay, one to me. Okay, you have one in Conroe. Yes, ma'am. Conroe, Cypress, Champions, okay. Tomball. Mm-hmm. Five facilities almost. Yes, ma'am. Uh, okay. Tom, uh, our Tomball locations opens in October, and then our Kingwood location will open um, at the end of December. So you're busy. Busy, busy, always. Busy, busy. <laughs> so um, MCABW, uh, I was made to mention with Carol Gooch. Yes. <laughs> so we're tying everything together of here course. because she was connected to the gentleman at the uh, other mental health facility we were just talking oh, yes, about. Yes, ma'am. Uh-huh. But she said that you will be uh, helping to co-host the MCABW um, morning coffee thing oh, yes, on the ma'am. third friday of the month yes, at ma'am. the conroe lake conroe chamber uh-huh she actually personally called me and i was just ecstatic that she did that you know she kept me in the loop of all of that and i was you know up for grabs so to speak in that <laughs> <laughs> okay and that's 8 30 to 9 30 and they've had a great turnout it started small and it's growing so tomorrow is their 13th anniversary luncheon yes ma'am i will be there they have a centerpiece contest that i'm a part of okay um, so i'm really excited about that so um i'll be there yeah i've been a member there for 11 or 12 years this is I my third know. year i think mm-hmm. something like that so again this is megan hester she's with village green alzheimer's care and uh, you do visitors can come in and take a tour oh, anytime for yes, their ma'am. loved one and they can connect with you uh, to find out more details as well, I have put the Facebook page and the website on the YouTube summary link so people can sure. follow up and go to that. Yes, ma'am. So that about wraps up our day today. I'm your host, Margie Taylor, for Conroe Culture News. We will be having a repeat of this show next Monday, which is Labor Day. So y'all stay safe and have a good weekend.